Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. In the next 10 minutes of your beautiful life are inspired by some funky workouts. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the engine. When I was at Cal, we had these really funky workouts. Um, we'd be on the rowing machine. We'd we'd be doing these like thirty-minute sets, sometimes hour-long sets. And it's not it's not uncommon. It's kind of like imagine if you were running, right? So you had to uh, go, you know, at a certain pace for a certain amount of time, and then another pace for another amount of time. It's common, right? Especially when you're dealing with any kind of distance distance or endurance athlete to to up the intensity for certain durations of a workout. But what what our rowing coaches would do is they'd have us do all of that. And then there's one type of workout in particular that they would do. Every, every five minutes, we had to take this massive, massive push. It was like 30-second sprint every five minutes. Again, also not entirely uncommon. But the interesting thing that the coaches insisted was that once you came off your 30-second sprint, you couldn't slow down past a certain pace. So you'd be going bonkers as hard as you possibly could, couldn't even see straight, and then you'd have to ease off, right, after your sprint, but you could only ease off a little bit. So you overperformed, and then you had to keep this, you know, again, a pretty, pretty blistering pace. They were terrible. They were my least favorite workouts, bar none. Because you'd have to do this just up and then down and you just wanted to fall apart as anybody anybody would, anybody thinking about it. So those were tough. They were tough and they really <laughs> screwed me up big time. But the reason we did it is because when you're rowing um, in, in the middle of races, you take these small like micro sprints. Right? So you take these little bursts of power and you have to pay attention to not completely falling apart when you're done with it. And, you know, if you have eight guys in a boat and they're all going back and forth and one guy falls apart after you do these little little micro pushes, then it can screw up the whole rhythm and the, and the race is over. And I really, I really appreciated that, that aspect of it because if done correctly, you really could kind of snag ahead. Still didn't like the workouts. But the value of this type of thing didn't, didn't really hit me until I was in my 20s. And when I graduated from college, it was, I was 22, it was 2004, and things were humming along. People were doing really well. People were making money. I mean, people were coming out of college and getting good jobs. I had a couple friends who got jobs with, with their family businesses back home, and everybody was doing well. It was kind of cool to see. It was great to see that my friends were killing it. <laughs> remember seeing one of them rolled up in a convertible. It's like, oh, making it happen. Another friend ordered a, I think it was like a $3,000 Scandinavian design couch. Man, that's a lot of money when you are 23, 24. I was like, all right, they're crushing. They're crushing, good for them. And 2008, 2008, caught up to us and all of a sudden these guys who are both employed in the construction 
field working for their dad's businesses. All of a sudden, that money, that money they were spending on those convertibles and the money they were spending on couches and motorcycles and other stuff, all of a sudden, that money, they really could have used that money. All of a sudden, hey, we're not driving the Benz anymore. We're driving a Subaru. And all of a sudden, hey, I put a cancel on my next couch. I'm not even getting my $1,000 deposit back. Keep it. And I'm trying to sell the other one that I got. And it was this really big purge because, again, everybody was hurting. Everybody's having a really hard time. But the thing that really brought it all together for me was realizing the value of the funky workouts that I did at Cal. Because it became obvious later in life how important those workouts were. Because if we had been marching down the race course, okay, it's a it's a 2,000 meter race, and we go down the race course and we're, you know, neck and neck. Generally around 1,000 meters is when people really start suffering because at 1,000 meters, you're halfway there. Anybody can blast hard for two and a half, three minutes, but then, oh my God, you got to keep going. You got to keep going. It's brutal. You're in the second half. So the cow boats would always take this super hard push, about a 40-second push, as hard as we could right at the thousand because even though we were suffering even though we were hurting we also knew everybody else was hurting and love it or hate it if you're in pain and you look over and there's a boat next to you and that boat just drops the hammer goes hard and they jump out in front of everyone you don't think to yourself oh well they're hurting too you know so that must be terrible you think to yourself oh my god how are we ever going to crawl back and that's what happens. That's what happens at the thousand meter mark. If you have the composure to pull ahead, you can break the other crews. But it only works if you don't fall apart after you push hard. It only works if you don't give everything back that you just gained. You have to push really hard and then settle back into a blistering pace. And that's what happened in 2008, 2009. I saw it firsthand. People had pushed so hard. They, they, they made money. They worked overtime. They were crushing. But they gave it all away. They gave it all away when, when things dried up because they weren't smart about it. They weren't smart. And I started looking everywhere in life about... You know, like students, students who will work super hard, super hard for, for instance, one assignment. They'll kill themselves for this history assignment only to miss their AP English assignment. They're like, I crushed, I got an A in history. Yeah, but you, you got a C in English. You gave everything away. You pushed so hard and then allowed yourself to fall apart. We, you see this with people in their diet. Week long, they go so hard, they eat so clean. Ugh! Then Friday night, man, it's like a half gallon of ice cream, you know, and then they start off worse, start worse Monday morning. I think it's all 
well and fine. For people to recognize the big push that they can make, to recognize they have capacity, they have the strength to push hard. But if they forget that you can't fall apart after that push, it's all meaningless. It's all meaningless. What does it matter? Now you've just wrecked yourself. If you sprint at 1,000 meters in a rowing race and then fall apart 40 seconds later, what was the point of the sprint? If you can work overtime and save money, or excuse me, make this money and then spend it all on a car that you then have to sell the second things go down, what was the point of working hard? You need to honor your own efforts by not squandering the fruits of your labor. You need to honor your good fortune in that moment and not squander everything that you have only to find yourself in a crappy situation in the world and be bemoaning your poor fortune. If you have the capacity and will to push forward, do it. God bless it. Bear down. Get ahead. But if you don't have the capacity and will to not fall apart, you might just want to stay slow and steady. Because if you give away all of the gains that you made in life, in rowing, financially, relationships and academic if you give away all the gains you can achieve because you paid too high of a price or you don't have the will to keep together there's no point going through the effort so the next time you see an opening next time you see a chance to get a little bit of head don't just think about doing what you have to do to get ahead Think about what you're going to do once you get there and how you're going to save those gains, how you're going to maintain your improved position in the world, how you're ultimately going to be a better person. I'm Matt Todd, and this is Eugene that drives me. Go out and crush it.